Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week, we are discussing another ostensibly new release, and that is Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's a new release. Yeah, I mean, ostensibly. This is the long asked for Snyder. I thought you were going to say a long movie. Of. (laughs) The 2017 film Justice League. Zack Snyder was sort of infamously kind of sidelined by Warner Brothers and dampened down when they were making this movie, try to curb his tendencies. And after Batman vs. Superman was more or less a critical failure and uh, didn't make a billion dollars like they had hoped for. And then uh, in Post how, mu- per- how much did it make? I don't know. It made like 700 something, I think, worldwide. Yeah. And Nothing then sneeze at. Zack Snyder, he might have, the, the, it might have shaken out either way, the way it did kind of, um, with Zack Snyder might have been on set, but Joss Whedon might have been there over helping oversee reshoots, similar to something like Rogue One reshoots had Another director came on and oversaw that, but Gareth Edwards is a part of the process. Except Rogue One ended up being phenomenal. Maybe. Uh, I think I have given this movie <laughs> a higher score than Rogue One. Um, Zack Snyder. Wait, why do we? Why do we tolerate well, you? No, I'm like, I'm not <laughs> saying. I was talking about the original, the Justice League. Oh yes. Like the, this one is like. Rogue I think one I, was phenomenal I, I think after I think I would score Rogue One and the original Justice League the same at this point. We're getting sidetracked. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately for Zack Snyder's family, his eldest daughter committed suicide and he stepped away from the project entirely, uh, leaving Joss Whedon to film reshoots for this movie where they reshot something, I mean, 70 to 80% of the script. That movie, especially in this, I bet we could have been, we could have pretty, done a pretty good job of calling out what was Zack Snyder's and what wasn't Mm -hmm. in the theatrical release. uh, Zack Snyder claims he never even saw Justice League, Joss Whedon's um, version of it. And I believe him. Uh, His wife, who's Deborah Snyder, who's one of the producers on all of his movies, and uh, Christopher Nolan saw the final cut of the Joss Whedon reshot version. And apparently went to him and said, never see that movie ever. And the cha- he always kind of talks about how he's got a four-hour version of the Justice League in black and white on his computer that he shows to friends. And over the last three or four years, you know, released the Snyder Cut, became a big thing. It was driven by a lot of toxic fans at times, a lot of fans that were using it for a good cause to raise money for suicide prevention. And when HBO Max became a thing, uh, they realized they didn't have they didn't have a big thing for that and an exclusive. And somehow they were willing to give Zack Snyder seventy million dollars to. Uh, go back and finish the effects on his version of this movie. And he shot one additional scene. And that was, this is what we got. I imagine there were a couple changes here and there from that version that was sitting on his laptop all those years ago. Um, you know, a lot, the last four years was a lot for him and his family and how he views things. I can't imagine that didn't affect his choices a little bit here, but um Yeah, uh, we reviewed the original Justice League on this podcast, and we were probably the most positive um, that movie got on any podcast ever, maybe? I believe the the title was Justice League is Fine. Yeah, and I, my appreciation, I I rewatched the original version within the last couple months. And I actually, I, I went up at half star on it. I think I was like a three star and went to a three and a half star on it. I mean, for what it is, it kind of works. It's fun-ish. And the action is good. It feels good. It feels less good now seeing this version. <laughs> but there's there's some good set pieces in there that were more or less what Snyder had originally envisioned. And 
the movie also, which is in stark contrast to this one, just moves. Like that movie just flies by. Like you don't even have time to really think about anything, what it's really doing. You just kind of go along for the ride. And there's some decent laughs in there, here or there. But this, I so I'm I've always been this fan of Snyder and his longer versions of everything. I've enjoyed the his he's he's an extended cut for everything, but. Man of Steel. Wait, which is a perfect movie. There's an extended cut of the the uh, Legend of the Guardians. Oh Owls no, there isn't. There isn't. There isn't. <laughs> Damn it! But yeah, all of, I think all of his other movies <laughs> release the Snyder cut of the Legend of the Guardians. I guess 300 doesn't have a director's cut ever. Hasn't been released at this point. Which makes which makes sense because that that's one of the most Snydery films. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Like- I mean, it's already stretching such a small concept as as broad as it can yeah but uh yeah so i've enjoyed every like i said every time he's released the extended version which would include dawn of the dead watchmen batman vs superman sucker punch and this i think they're all the superior versions of the movies and as i just said i i really really like this movie i think it's pretty damn good i think there's a couple it's broken up into six parts and i would say part one is like borderline perfect as a setup for a movie and a transition from batman versus superman and i think uh part six which is the finale is like a really fun and exciting and well-executed comic book set piece that's that's one of the biggest scenes that was like it was like the same gist Mm -hmm. but it just had so much so many differences going on throughout. Yeah. I mean, um, vastly different um, just yeah. to, from what's happening with the Flash alone. Yeah. But we'll get into that. I enjoyed part one, two, and six the best. The middle chunk is a, is not bad by any means, but it's just the most labored as it sets up Cyborg and Flash. And that stuff is all good, but you can tell it's like, I'm just, I don't know if I'm watching a movie anymore. It's just like, you're just getting all the information at that point. The film is deliberate and... I wouldn't call it slow, it j- but you can tell it's taking no, cutting no corners to tell the story it wants to st- tell, and it works. And to be honest, if they ended the movie before the epilogue, I, I might have been a four and a half stars on the movie. How dare you, sir? Um, not that the epilogue is bad, but I, it, it feels very separate all the same. But maybe this will get the Snyderversary reinstated and it'll all make a lot more sense after his five-hour version of Justice League 2. What all did you guys think of this? Let's keep it friendly, spoiler-free, and then we'll do a spoiler section. We live in a society. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's the biggest disappointment. Like, my, I'm going to spoil this part, Zach. The fact that that was actually included in the trailer, I'm assuming as like a shout out to meme culture and edgelords like that blows my mind like i was waiting for the line and when it didn't happen i was like wait did they actually just use it in the trailer that uh anyways i mean i gotta start out with the comparisons to the original again the original was fine it was like it there was definitely a sense of it feeling rushed for this collaboration or this coming together of all these epic superheroes so it it he who must not be named did the best with what he got in terms of trying to make it like a fun blockbuster movie that could be accessible to all people, not just the people who wanted Zack Snyder DC films. That being said, I definitely appreciated the time Snyder took with it. I appreciated that recognizing that we're introducing three new characters pretty much into the universe into one film we should probably get to know them a little bit more. And I think a lot of that stuff, especially the stuff with Cyborg, was done very well um, and just gave more intentions and motivations. And it it allowed me to buy into what was happening more. What was interesting was the removal of some of the tension amongst the team. Like it seemed once they got together they were all kind of on the same page for the most part, sort of. And there were there were some small things here and there. But um, I thought that was an interesting choice because it, to me, that was one of the things that drove the intrigue in the original cut. Just like 
they're trying to get all these people together, but they don't really see eye to eye on the same issues, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. I, I don't know. It was long. The only, there was only one thing which I think really, uh, there was one and a half things that kind of bothered me or I, I shouldn't say bothered me, but didn't, didn't work for me. Um, and the one thing I'll leave for the non-spoiler section, but the half thing, I I feel like Ezra Miller lost out on some of his best lines from the original cut. And I still think he's he's the comic relief, and it works here though. Oh, a hundred percent. He's 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 the fish out of water. He's he's the newbie who's just excited to be there for the most part he gets some epic scenes at the end and you get the sense that he's the one that's really also trying to like prove himself and prove his worth um amongst all these more competent uh heroes so to speak but man there were some there were some golden there were some gems in the first one it's like a cave a bat cave like i like just every like everything he did in the first one i think was i don't know i just they really kind of leaned into the fish out of the water or like almost like the peter parkerness of him in the first one which um as maybe cheap or reminiscent as it was i think still worked and i just i missed some of that in this cut that being said again this is this is Snyder's vision. He went way more into the lore, which I thought was way more interesting, um, especially as like someone who kind of has that understanding from the comics. I think it was. Are I you think bragging that intention. you knew what an anti the anti life equation anti life equation? No, <laughs> I'm not, I thought we weren't getting into spoilers. <laughs> oh my god, you fucking casuals! <laughs> um, no, I just I appreciate that there was some direction and there was a clear place to go after this. Whereas at the end of Justice League, it was kind of you sort of knew who the big bad was. You sort of knew what the Thanos moment was going to be, but you had nothing like it was clear. W like Warner Brothers was trying to like cut and run, sort of maybe. And which was which is unfortunate because these are characters that I want to see more of, and I want to see more of this like epic kind of quest. And I think the stuff that they introduced us to in this cut, Snyder did a good job at like building up the like. Well, here's the here's the first antagonist, but here's the one really pulling the strings, and here's the one we really should be afraid of. And and yeah, so I really uh, yeah. I didn't think the first Justice League was terrible. I thought, like, I thought it was decent the first time I saw it, and then I went back to it about a month before this came out. And it kind of, it to me, it's like a two and a half star movie with an extra half star for Batfleck because I love <laughs> Batfleck. I think I know. I I just I think are he's we such all, a are we all Batfleck fans here? Yes. Lauren is not, unfortunately. Interesting. That's why she was kicked she, off this podcast. <laughs> no, that's not. No. no, let's let's be real about it. Lauren. Lauren took time. Also, all of us have done far more egregious things to be kicked off this podcast. Lauren has never done true. a single thing. This is very true. Warranting being removed. This is it's Zack Snyder's most. I mean, like, my review of, of this movie was Zack Snyder's Justice League is the most Zack Snyder film Zack Snyder has ever Zack Snydered in the history of Zack Snyder. It is just so unapologetically everything about Zack Snyder, and that's great, because I think it's weird. A lot of his films have, like, received mixed reviews, but I love them. I think, like, he hasn't, in my mind, he hasn't made a bad movie. Um, and this is... Probably, I, I did a rank list of all this stuff recently. I'd put this in his top four. And I mean, that's like, when in his top three are Watchmen, which is one of the greatest superheroes of movies ever made. 300, like one of the best sword and sandals films ever made. And then Dawn of the Dead, which is the best zombie movie ever made. Like, that's just... Whoa, whoa, even compared to the originals? I think it's far better than the original. Wow. Far better. Wow. Titanfall. I know. Hot take. Very hot take. Bang got canceled for a lot of things in that from canceled from nerd culture, not culture culture, for a lot of comments you just made. <laughs> 
Um, but I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying. No, no, no. It's it's like, and I, George I'm... A. Romero himself is coming back from the dead to like stalk <laughs> you, Ben. <laughs> like that's that's how bad it's gotten. If he showed up, I'd be like, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I I deserve this. Please eat my brains. And it's it's long. It's kind of it's like almost operatic. It's so yeah. over the top in so many ways. Ten percent, literally ten percent of this movie is in slow motion, and I fucking love it. It's just everything I love about Zack Snyder. Some of the stuff I don't like about Zack Snyder as a filmmaker, and I. It's just. I'm so glad this movie got made. I really hope we get to see another one. The next the next steps in the Snyderverse. I would disagree. I'm going to disagree with both of you on different aspects. I think the humor in this is so much better. Like, it's what? perfectly doled out. This is my disagreement with John. And it doles out the, the humor. It feels more natural and it doesn't feel forced. And it also removes the worst joke in the origin, in the, the Justice Cut. Justice League. Sure, whatever. Wait, wait. Um, what was, what was the worst original joke? Flash landing on top of Wonder Woman and then like being on top of her and then jolting back up because it was really uncomfortable for him. Gal Gadot didn't want to film that scene. That was a body oh. double. That's how uncomfortable she was with that. And then, uh. Yeah, fuck Joss Whedon. <laughs> And then, now my disagreement with Zach, I think the epilogue is incredible. The second to last scene in this movie is one of the greatest things I've seen in any movie. Like, because it's someone who's enjoyed this kind of thing and it was wanted to see what this was in a live action format for so long. And the fact that there's, that we might not ever see what comes next breaks my heart. Uh, just restore the Snyderverse, Warner Brothers. Come on, help a but brother. First, out. But first, give us the Snyder cut of Legend of the Guardians: The Owls of Gahul. Well, of course, of course. I would rank this. I quickly was ranking. I was listening to Ben. I promise. <laughs> I quickly ranked his movies, and I would put this third Ooh. behind Watchmen and Sucker Punch. Really? Mm-hmm. I assume Sucker Punch is second. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, I, I know you like Sucker Punch. I love Sucker Punch, too. I don't love it, but I like it. Where did I put that online? I put that... It's sixth? But it might move up to fifth on a rewatch, because I haven't how, seen it how, in a couple of years. How is Man of Steel not the first for any of you? Man, Man, of, Man Steel of Steel is... Literally almost a perfect movie. Second from the bottom for me. Man of Steel... You're an idiot! You're a crazy person! <laughs> what? Where's Lauren right now? If... And that's only if I wasn't counting Justice League. If we're not counting Justice League, it is the bottom. That's that's are, a, that's a horrible take, Ben. Just just I agree with John. I It's not a bad movie. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just my least favorite. It's fine. You like our Guardians of the Gahul more? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was I mean, great. It's an oh, it's I, mean, I thought it's had- fine, but I but I would say Man of Steel is perfect until he becomes Superman. Hard disagree. I love the first hour and a half of that movie. Don't like the finale very much. The finale is the best part, except for him, like, you know, murdering Zod. Oh, I don't care if he kills Zod. I don't, like, the the thing for me isn't, oh, Superman doesn't kill. It's that he lets all that shit go down. And that's like, oh my god, there's three people. I should probably kill this guy now. It's like, dude! This entire city's dead. Like, get your shit together. But what was he supposed to do? He had to kill him. That what is the kill solution? Kill him earlier. What's the Save solution a bunch of to other stop people. Zod? He literally says, "I will I'm, never stop unless you kill me." And I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying don't kill him. I'm saying kill him earlier. <laughs> Think of all the people he could have saved. Yeah, it's a fucked up situation. Then you you wouldn't but have upset. Also- you wouldn't have Batfleck if you didn't let him destroy that city. Touche. Touche, <laughs> salesman. Okay. Anybody have any other non-spoiler thoughts on Zack Snyder's Justice League? Oh, oh, there's another half thing. I, okay, there's there's two things. So a whole there's, thing. There, there's yeah, there's <laughs> there's one whole thing and two half things that really kind of bothered me. But again, I'll wait for spoilers. I I want to echo. What John was saying earlier that I'm I'm really glad that we got to see more of Cyborg and Flash because they're like 
actual characters in this movie as opposed to and even aquaman for that matter yeah aquaman aquaman feels like the least thought out but he's still super enjoyable i'm like the fact that wonder woman the majority of the movie is just delivering exposition but she's still incredible i how is how is she better in this than she was in 84 like that She's good. Mind. She she's good in eighty four. The 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 scripts horror like the the, the yeah, plot but, is I mean, horrible. That's, in but my point is like yeah. this movie makes Wonder Woman delivering exposition far more engaging than mm-hmm. being the star and like having all these big moments in her own movie. I, I would say this is aside from BVS, this is her best movie, which is crazy. No, I like her more in this than Batman vs Superman, and I think. I, I I ride for the original Wonder Woman now. So yeah. At least, at least one of us does. That's good. Um the <laughs> it's like it's just you. I don't know. Lauren doesn't. John I haven't had a desire to go back and rewatch it. I so think that's a no. If if <laughs> I, okay, so to spoiler free wrap up, I think if you enjoyed any of the DC movies, post Snyder are or or pre are his his earlier works. I think this movie is worth giving a shot because it, it's not it's not as glowery and dark as Batman vs. Superman is by any means. It, it is serious. Yeah, it does take itself very seriously, but it's not as just like until that epilogue scene gets pretty dark pretty fast. But um, well, and I feel like I feel like the the dark aspect of Batman vs. Superman, like it works for Batman, just doesn't work for Superman, really. It's like I feel like that was a little unfair. I mean, Superman's not dark; he's just sad and confused. He's, he's all brooding the, time. the whole time. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah. that's Batman shtick. We don't need two of you. <laughs> well, he's he's just he's just trying to figure out how to be a tough guy without you know just beating the shit out of Batman, which he kind of does the first time. Okay, <laughs> um, star ratings four. I give it a four too. Four all the way around. Damn. That's Lauren, 12 stars. Do, do we think Lauren would have... Where do we think Lauren would have landed here? Oh, she would not have liked this movie. I don't think. I don't know. She definitely would have liked it more than Batman vs. Superman, though. What yeah, but I think... What did she end up giving that? Let's see. I can guarantee you it wasn't, it wasn't favorable. Uh, but I feel like a lot of the same... Like, it's... it. She gave it two on her most recent watch. A lot of the same issues that that Batman vs Superman does but not to the same degree. Like there's some weird storytelling here and there, but it's like, "Oh, look at all this shiny superheroism to keep you distracted from really questioning it." And I'm I'm the simple kind of folk who can easily just buy into that. Ooh. Yeah, shiny. <laughs> Lauren is like, "That's stupid. I need an explanation." She's she's a smart person, so I don't know. I think like, both movies. I have no problem. My quibble. My the reason I'm not like four and a half on either. I'm four on both these movies. Those movies. The reason I'm not four and a half are is like, it's like it's really good. It's not great, you know. Like I don't have any problems with like the plotting. I I don't know. That's a argument for another time. Okay, so I have some issues with the plotting. I would, I would love to be wrong though. I still hope Lauren sees this, and I hope she enjoys it. So with that, we're gonna jump into spoilers for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Are we spoilers yet? Yes. I did not realize how long the spoiler like clip that you put into episodes is. So spoilers. So spoilers. With that, we're gonna get into spoilers. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, first category up is performance prize. And again, this this is not a prize really anymore. It's just our place to discuss the performances in the movie. But I think we can start off by kind of figuring out who we thought was best in this movie and i think it might be ben affleck yeah why is this a question i don't know i just i'm putting it out there um i'm gonna say jared leto honestly (laughs) like like the five minutes we got of him in the epilogue as the joker that was the joker i wanted in suicide squad it's the it's the best scene in any of the dceu like by an insane margin 
And it's like, because of his performance. Like, but, I don't even remember if he was acting the same in Suicide Squad or not. Like, he just... he. The goofiness was toned down significantly. It, yeah, he was he was crazy, he was manic, he was he blurry. was playful though. Yeah, he was blurry. Like everything about his Joker screamed Joker. And but it screamed Joker in like a menacing way to like and yeah, maybe they ripped off kind of maybe the griminess of Heath Ledger's Heath Ledger's it feels, Joker. It feels a bit. similar. I don't think it feels like an imitation or no, like, but no, not at all. It, but there's this it recreates the tension of here's this person who's being cackly and manic and playful, while at the same time you know you have to you have he, to like watch out for. He and so he deserves <laughs> to be in more movies. Like that's. Ugh. Yeah, so I no, I I I don't care what you all say. I think Leto was my favorite part in terms. If of I like Jared Leto as an actor, and he's good in this movie. But I I mean, I'm not gonna go to where Ben's at. Where Ben's making comments that if certain people listen to this podcast, they would block middle of the row from ever accounting <laughs> their life ever again. But I'm glad he feels that passionately about that. It, I would say though, if there's like one one actor who like gets one scene and just nails it it's robin wright no <laughs> sorry shit uh, did i drop Connie it no. Nielsen. Uh, yes god damn it flipped it uh <laughs> i mean robin wright's in the background of that big no no, no. how could i forget but... connie nielsen gladiator <laughs> fuck but she is so amazing like that was aside from wonder woman like making that dude explode this was the the Amazon versus the Amazons versus the Parademons and Wolfenstein, not Wolfenstein. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf got some id Bethesda stuff in my head. That scene is so good because Hippolyta is like, you just get these quick shots of like whenever a soldier goes down, she's grieving. So that scene has so much more impact and meaning. Or I guess she's in two scenes because she's in the the battle with Dark Side, but it's that. That also scene, in the arrow shooting scene, which I like, but that scene where she's they're they're trying to get the um the mother box away is so much better, even though like beat for beat it plays so similarly to the one in Justice League. Why letting Steppenwolf be able to chop people in half does enhance well, the viewing experience a little bit. But that that well, too, but, but I mean, just they, like the dread. The in fact the, that they you know, sunk I mean, that entire like structure into the ocean was also. <laughs> pretty baller but it was Hippolyta like you just saw these quick glimpses where she is grieving these these like soldiers who are giving their lives for their duty and you can tell she's feeling every single one of them mm-hmm. it's just it's she's great I I, I would not mm-hmm. want to be on mother box duty and if I no. lived in uh, the mascara I'm still pulling um, for seems like a boring though. gig hopefully there's a rotation there Ben Affleck is so much better in the Snyder cut versus the Joss Whedon yeah. cut. And I like him in the Joss uh, Whedon cut. I'm, like, I don't know. So one of the things that's interesting is they get rid of the tension of, like, one of the things that propels the dialogue and the plot in the Justice cut is the fact that the Justice League is split on whether or not they should bring Superman back. And I think the they, switch that's of, that's very much here too. I but think it, no, because really the only there's per- some like, hesitance, but it's no one's against it. Yeah, like no Aquaman, Aquaman but just Aquaman being the like kind of he's not like who, I'm going to fight you on this. He's like this is a bad idea. Yeah, but I think yeah. So I I think that created an interesting dynamic for Ben Affleck's character in the original one because you get a character who went from being so vehemently against superman because of the warnings that he got against him to now this diehard supporter who knows that something's coming and needs him to come back and knows that they can only do it with him but i would say he gets there in this but it's more artfully built and he gets like multiple scenes to be show an impassioned speech for why he believes that this should be the case. And Wonder Woman isn't just like the wet blanket to everybody's we need to bring back Superman. Like, it it felt, to me, it felt forced in in Justice League. In Justice League? Gotcha. Yeah, it was just like she she had to be this person to fight against Bruce instead of them all being a team together because they, I don't know, it just, it didn't feel 
Right. I mean, why why wouldn't Wonder Woman, knowing the odds better than literally anybody else, like why would she refuse to bring back their biggest gun? Why would she be against that? Like, well, which is interesting that we got a little bit more of hesitancy also when when Cyborg connected with the mother box during that sequence. I thought that was interesting that he tried to tell Flash like not to do it then as well. Um that was Were you were you was it clear that Superman was holding Lois inside the Batcave in that flash? I heard someone say that was the Batcave. Did anybody else gather that? Wait, what? It looked like I, a cave. I, I did it. I wasn't I, sure I, it was the Batcave. I, I, I just assumed it was his ship, actually. Not, yeah. But wait, but what scene that's what the scene are you cave. talking about? The Where? one you're talking about when when, when Cyborg, Cyborg sees, sees the future, the future to be. with like the dead Green Lantern and Superman holding Batman's head, and then there's a shot of Superman holding a charred body. It's not Lois. I mean, it's Lois, but it's just like a charred body. Oh, I um, miss part of this scene. <laughs> I, it's pretty I crucial. No, I remember seeing the Wonder. Wo- I remember seeing Wonder Woman's death during that. I yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna have to go back. I, I want to say, like, I literally cheered when um, Darkseid did his, forget what they call him, Unibeams or whatever his bullshit with the eyes. Like, that was so cool. <laughs> oh. Ome- they, the Omega Beams. Be- Omega man, Beams, right. thank you. Man, you're going to be, can't, you're going to, like, we're going to tear up your nerd card. Like, you're going to be disinvited from the next, like, Dude, group Dude, I'm way more Marvel than DC. Like, I'd say seven out of ten times if Batman's not in it, I'm not interested. Like Batman Batman carries DC for me. Whereas like Marvel has multiple characters. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Anybody else competing for a performance here? Were, were you guys like Leto and Affleck as the best? Jeremy Irons is really good. Jeremy, um the be- He's great, but hot it's- hot take. Favorite Alfred. Best Alfred. That's not a hot take. It's he's competing one. against one other person, right? No, I, mean, I think I think they used the John same guy for Alfred during the Schumacher one. No, I don't like the Schumacher. One. <laughs> um, he's Alfred's not even a character in the 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 four those other four. Yeah, he's he just is. an old guy. He's not a oh, character that I like mean, okay, fine. has active. Yeah, agency. he doesn't. Like, no, he, is it because Batgirl? They recon Batgirl where Batgirl. Is his yeah, like and his but his whole character arc isn't that like he's dying or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty that's sure not... all the acting he is is a half grin, nod, smile. He looks okay. the part, okay. <laughs> okay, for, but it's it's bad flack far and away. Like no, it's just Leto. it's not even it's it's 100% not even close. Let's talk about that ending. Plural. I get. I still stand. And what's crazy is. If you end the movie at the at you know Clark running into the alleyway, that's at like the three and a half hour point or so. You can easily trim down. I don't know how they just didn't say they could have made this a three hour movie with Zack Snyder's vision. Would that have been more successful? Than yes. Like critically and. I mean, this is getting slightly better reviews. Yeah, but so. would it have four years ago? Were people just in the can to just troll well, probably, on Zack Snyder? Yeah, they probably would have just shit on it no matter what. And like totally weren't ready. You know, I don't know. They um, probably also weren't ready for the four three aspect ratio. To be <laughs> honest, <laughs> it wouldn't have not been that aspect ratio if it was released back then. But I don't know. I still think, like I said, the nightmare sequence is good, but it feels. I mean, it it connects because it connects to that cyborg flashing stuff. Like it's a direct sequel to that. The, well, I mean, that... yeah, it's 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 all setting up the next movies. But I don't know. It, until there are next movies, it feels pointless. Even if you like, yeah, the, yeah. I can I can see that, but it's like the point mm-hmm. is like Snyder wanted it to be the movie he he envisioned. Yeah. So he's well, not going to he take out a he scene. He didn't. He did not shoot that. That's the one new the joke- scene. Was, yeah, but he that he wanted that like this was like his goal in the end was to have this kind of post-apocalyptic, you know, uh, mm-hmm. 
Resistance I'm not saying against he Superman, came up with this. Like, I, he had this idea, but this was never supposed to be a part of that movie. When by the time they started shooting it, let's put. I it I feel like that. we would have had a, a nightmare sequence because, I mean, they were saying he was setting it up in BVS. It would have been yeah. weird if we didn't get one in, in this. You know. I also think it's interesting that it, like, we have this running theme of Batman is for some reason having prophetic dreams like i think that's an interesting through line as well that mm-hmm. brings together some consistency but it's not dreams it's it's flash fucking with the multiverse it do, we don't need to get into that the movie doesn't seem to explain that very well Run, it, the the one the one part about the epilogue that i i think i will agree with you zach i think and i don't know if this was part of zach snyder's vision or if this was added in later Martian Manhunter being added into this film had like there was no reason to besides fan service, which I'm a huge fan of Martian Manhunter as a character. I think he's incredible. I think he's underutilized and underrepresented in the I mean, I guess I haven't that's seen why, a lot of the But that's why cartoons. Snyder put like Snyder wanted him. It's because this is a character who deserves to be there. Sure, he could have he should have done more, but I'm just I'm glad we got any of them at all. Although what Zach said, Zach, what was it you said? Something like nobody spo- calls him. He calls himself Martian Manhunter. Nobody <laughs> calls him Martian Manhunter. <laughs> that that was awesome. Also, wait, was it retconned that, or do you think people always plan for that general to end up being Martian Manhunter, John Johns? I think I think Zack Snyder's plan was always that he w- that was Martian Manhunter in his brain. Apparently, I don't know this, I was heard on another podcast, that he had storyboarded the idea of um, Martha turning into him. But maybe that was one of the other one new things that they shot. Was that? Uh, well, also, the CGI for Because the, they never, they never filmed it. I, don't, I think he looked good. I it was all right. It, oh, I mean, yeah, it, like, there are, there is some occasionally wonky CGI, like... The big superhero shot, which, like, I, you know, I was cheering, like, yeah! Aquaman's face looks pretty terrible. To the Martian Manhunter thing, I think, actually, that might be the biggest mistake of the movie, because having him be revealed to be Martha, and I get, like, well, this is would be leading up to all of that. Like, we didn't need that in the movie to just have Martian Manhunter show up and say, hey... I'm Martian Manhunter at the end of the movie. <laughs> and I think one of the biggest successes, and I should have mentioned this in the non-spoiler sections of this movie, is what they do with Lois and in her arc in the movie of just being sad and depressed and just can't get over this. And that scene with Martha is really great. And I think he undermines it by making it Martian by Manhunter. The, yeah. Yeah. And not just being Martha, even though if it makes logical sense why she would just randomly have shown up um, in Metropolis. But does that take away the emotional power of the scene? No, but Diane uh, of like Lois's arc, she's she's still getting what she needed. But at the same time, it was such a great showcase for Diane Lane and Amy Adams. It disappointed me that that technically it, wasn't. It cheapens it when it's not. It's not really yeah. Martha. Yeah. yeah. I also uh, I also think that it the one thing that was kind of not like maybe like i i get what you're saying zach in terms of amy adams uh just having some more time for us to explore the grief of lois lane's character and a little bit to that to that point diane lane's but i think the way she just happened to show up at the end as opposed to like being the planned like this is Batman's ace in the hole or whatever. Um, I I thought that was a little bit just kind of happened. No, they set it up perfectly together. that she's always there. She's always yeah, going she's there. Going there every morning. Yeah. Like her, but her magically showing up as Batman's genius plan felt more artificial to me than her just being a couple steps away from all this shit happening. But but it's not because that's what Flash warned. Now, granted, he was warning him about something else that we end up realizing was actually going to happen in the future. Um, but he, he set that up in Batman versus Superman when he said, like, Lois was the key. Yeah, but Batman doesn't know that yet. 
<laughs> well, he no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think bringing Superman back, I think he knew that, like, okay, the, like I, Lois is important, so I've got to like, I've got to have her in my back pocket. I mean, I so get you can make A to B there, but at the same time, I think in Snyder's version, like them connecting at this point wasn't. It's him protecting Lois when he, like, yeah. yeah, This was one of the changes that I didn't, like, feel really, like, I wasn't for or against it. The what? Like, it just, like, the, the, how Lois got to where she was there. Like, I think her story in Snyder's version is far better, but how she gets to Superman and calming him down, like, it just... Why like, don't oh, we ever get to s- Why don't we get to see her tell him that she's pregnant? Doesn't that seem weird? I think Batman congratulates him, but they don't explicitly say that like, I don't know. It seems weird that he didn't film that scene, but maybe the pregnancy test was a uh, an added one of the another Maybe uh, maybe Cavill had a insert shot they filmed it. <laughs> but why is any big complaints? That we kind of kind of touched them all. Our Martian Manhunter—that's the biggest one. But why no Justice League Part Two and Three? And and Three. But but why, Joe Manganiello? Did you do that terrible shit with your <laughs> hair? Like I know it's post-apocalyptic. Yeah, but they had man. to show. How could they show Deathstroke had aged or gotten more radical with time? Yes, White Mohawk. That'll do. Did that'll they? Do. The one thing that hasn't been clear, so the Martian Manhunter scene, when did they shoot that one? Because it looks, Affleck does not look like he's in Batman shape. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, Ben Affleck actually looks pretty like, I don't mean this as an insult, like not not like husky in like an overweight way, but he's got big shoulders. He's He's broad. He's bulky regardless, like even Mm -hmm. currently. And so, yeah, I have no idea when they would have filmed that. But I I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that was one of the did they also because he was talking about how I mean, I don't think it's pretty obvious that was supposed to be Green Lantern, not Martian Manhunter and Warner Brothers really wouldn't, wouldn't let him do it. But I, I wasn't unclear if it was like they wouldn't let him do it when they originally made the movie or they still wouldn't let him do it. I I never got a clear answer on that. Like if he was reshooting and was still wanted to do it, but... They hadn't heard if Ryan Reynolds would reprise the role yet, so they were just like, nah, man. Well, apparently that's who Zack Snyder wanted to do at some point originally. No fucking way. Um, but then they wanted to do, but then he also said he wanted to do, um, Hal Jordan. No, that's, no, Hal, that's, that's, no, that's John. Oh, no, thing. sorry. John Stewart. John Stewart. Duh. And there was all these rumors that Common was actually cast as him too at some point. So yeah. I just like to defend my, my comic book cred Marvel fan and Batman fan. The rest of DC is, <laughs> but I don't know if they originally shot that scene with Common. Or whoever was cast as John Stewart. I don't know. I would have liked to know a little more clarity there. And then he reshot. Wait, did they actually cast him at some point? I, I don't know. I don't know if okay. they reshot. If that if they shot the Martian Manhunter thing from the. the only... They said the only new thing was the nightmare sequence. But then it wasn't clear in the interviews that I was reading. Saw that whether the Martian Manhunter thing was like that's where they landed in the original shooting of the movie or with that was yeah. one of the last things they picked yeah. up for this one anyways yeah but wise uh we don't have a lot any hot takes on this one besides ben's boiling hot take that the nightmare sequence was the best thing that ever happened in the dceu jared leto J- i'm agreeing with him jared leto is incredible jared leto is the best part of this movie you both are very brave for those opinions uh <laughs> repeat after me um, most memorable lines. John's was in the trailer, not the movie. We live in a society. <laughs> Mine is, you spoke, or it's, you spoke, did I not before, is much better than, you smell good, did I not before? Because <laughs> one of those is fucking creepy. The other's like, aww. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a line, but Ezra Miller stealing the hot dog 
when he's saving <laughs> Iris. At yeah. first, I was like, this is great. And then I was like, oh, he did it for a reason. Aquaman going, it's badass, Alfred. <laughs> and then the absolute best line in the movie is, everyone, this is Alfred. I work for him. <laughs> um, I think I'm rich works. That's in both of them. But that's actually that's a really good line for Bruce Wayne. I didn't notice it, but I thought it was really cool that um, when he pulled out, when he pulled out after that scene, there's a mm-hmm. billboard. I saw mm-hmm. it on Twitter, and it's like a billboard for the National Suicide Prevention Foundation. Oh, crazy. Thing. It's like, that's, that's awesome. so cool. Like, yeah. good shit. I, see, but I want to bring back, like, Ezra Miller had so many, he had so many good ones, like, Pet Cemetery. Pet cemetery. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like that. Like, oh my that gosh! That was great. Um, the Batcave one. Uh, there. Oh, what? There was another one that was really. Oh, I. All I've ever done is push people and run away. Like, well, that's that's only in the in the Justice Cut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So many good lines. Uh, but like, they're like the best ones are still all in the Snyder cut. And then we got, we got some of the better, we got even better ones this time around too. Like this is Alfred at work for him. That's like one of the best comedic Batman lines from any movie. It's, it's so good. Actually, I I did have, I think my favorite line in the movie was when Cyborg after the end of chapter five was like, I, I think he's like, let's get this son of a bitch or whatever. I was like, Okay, I'm ready to do this. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, it was a um, good like rallying cry. The uh, um, I don't remember the exact the exact line. I didn't I didn't write it down. But like Steppenwolf's like you're not going to get away and she's and Mara's like I'm not trying to and then she fucking bloodbends him. Yeah. Was so hardcore. That, that was that so badass. Was really- that scene was really good in that he like made Steppenwolf like a shark running through water. You know, like <laughs> it was like there was definitely some like uh yeah, some homages to just like underwater shark <laughs> with all the blood coming out and everything. But yeah, yeah when she great. sucked the blood out of his nose, uh, that was pretty dang cool. I, I also shout out to Ray John Ray Johnson. Is that who played Cyborg? Ray Fisher. Ray Porter? Fisher. Ray Fisher. I'm sorry. Yeah. Again. Oh, he, who am I thinking? He had so much more depth in this movie. Um, and apparently Joss, he who must not be named was a piece of shit to him on set. So yeah. Shout out to Ray Fisher. He got his due diligence with the Snyder Cut. Um, oh, th- yeah. I thought I thought you were talking about Ray Porter as um, uh, Dark Side for a quick second there. But yes. Ray, oh, Ray I mean, oh, performance prize. I forgot. It it totally goes to Elizabeth Warren, Warren as Granny, whatever her name is. Yeah, who the fuck is that? Like a, goodness. Is that supposed to be a Kryptonian person or something? No, no. but she's like a hella old ancient god who trains like Darkseid's biggest, baddest soldiers. Like she's she's like near Wonder Woman levels of like badassery. She's awesome. How come Kryptonians are so much more powerful than everybody else? It has to comics. do with the gravity that they're uh, that they're exposed I mean, to I, on their I own get planet. There's like a, but why why is that sun? one planet so much more powerful than these like actual god beings and stuff like that? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> wish I wish I had an explanation for you, man. I just I just don't. Um. I mean, it has to it has to do with them being outside of their own sun, I guess. Yeah, and and again, the gravity. Well, there was there was a comic I haven't read it, but I remember reading about it where they went to some other, you know, far off place in the universe, and Batman was basically like that level of power mm. because humans had that kind of absurd strength there, and I'm just like, yeah, Batman should uh, hang out here. Um, it's fucking sweet. So I, we don't have a catchy name for it yet, but um, I'm going to throw in like a best scenes sequence here. Uh, I think I love the moment where they were not saying Superman's name and then Cyborg did the little hologram of him. I thought that was excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, the fight with Superman is pretty much the same as the, but yeah. it's still really great. And I think... We should use, uh, we kind of skipped over it, and let's talk about that ending. Uh, Snyder's version of the final 
encounter with Steppenwolf is just insanely better in almost every single way. And then, like, everyone everyone gets, like, a hit on him, and then, like, he literally gets decapitated, and then Darkseid (laughs) steps on his head like it's fucking trash. Oh my god, so good! (laughs) But I, I also think them messing up the unity, or them... Not Failing. stopping the unity in time, mm-hmm. which gives Flash that moment where, where we again we see him like we've only seen him do it once before, but getting to see him go like faster than the speed of light, like that was epic. And seeing like the entire universe kind of like or the world like just kind of put itself yeah. back in place. There, there are a couple scenes in this movie where it's like, I'm not quite sure exactly what's happening, but it's so cool looking that I really don't care. Well, like, I like just how keep the, going. the Flash's steps, so he gets ahead of time. And so when he steps, the like when he hits the ground, the ground, it comes back around his foot, but it hasn't quite caught up to like yeah. he's still yeah. ahead of it and stuff like that. Yeah. How I did just, how did how did Warner Brothers? I guess maybe decide but, not to. Yeah, but they maybe they hadn't finished all the effects on that scene. But how do you how do you say you know what the Flash turning back space and time? Let's just not put that in the movie. Like <laughs> it's just like how do you now? I will say the the line reading is a little hokey when he's talking to his dad in that sequence. But like the idea itself is brilliant. Um, but I mean, know, it's also like. The Flash running in this movie looks absurd. Like yeah. well, he's never seen. If you're a going that fast, it's going to look a little like, goofy. Why? Us- he's running. Like, why would it look any different? He's than- going so fast. So he would move faster in the same way you'd normally run. Like, I don't know. You don't. I don't. Know. Go uh, running backwards in time and tell us. That's my that but why? Like, why is the fastest <laughs> guy in the world run like a fish? It's just like flopping. He's got to get his arms to like get project him forward. That's bullshit, and you know it. <laughs> Zack Snyder loves melting human beings. He sure does. <laughs> and we get it three times in this movie, including Cyborg and Superman being reverse melted. Uh, Cyborg's dad just straight up melts himself. Yeah, actually, that was my but why? Why didn't he press that button outside of the containment thing? Well, I think he just had to get melted. Okay, but why? like like literally close the thing take four steps forward then then press the fucking button he might have got him he needed that extra second um moving on expert opinions were there any dogs in this movie i know lauren's not here (laughs) i don't think so no was was crypto in this movie et watch there's no et propaganda ben has Zack snyder's justice Steppenwolf is kind of adorable at times, like <laughs> E.T. There's some big eyes. Dude, his and sad face really where it's wide, like... Really wide. That, that sad face where it's like, you owe me 50,000 more, 50, more planets, Jack. I'm like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> oh, no, he's the bad guy who's like murdered millions. Okay. No, no feeling bad for you. Uh, the, the, the effect of like the melting when they were like, Looking the hologram melting hologram thing that was really that was cool. cool. Ben, is there any memes that have came out of this? Uh, this we live in a society. I mean, we live in society. Like people well, just you said being that was really already a meme. About... No, but people head... being upset about that is fantastic. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen any really good ones yet. Uh, not not yet. I'm uh, sure there are. I just haven't. The book look. was much better than the movie. Uh, this was much better than the original. Well, the original Justice League, if memory serves, Batman and Superman weren't even part of it. Huh? No. They were... I'm talking about the movie, not the book. Uh... <laughs> I'm not. We're not referencing all of comic history. The original no. movie. Okay. Yeah. It's better than... But it mentioned a book, so... The Upgradables, uh, I would have rather seen Green Lantern than Martian Manhunter, because nobody calls him that. Subscribe. How subscribe. dare you? I love subscribe. that. Was, was the, Retweet. Was, Retweet. Was, there, was there a green letter lan- lantern in the flashback to Darkseid yeah. sequence? Yeah. In the first, but in the in the original movie? Oh, I think so. I yeah. think so, yeah. They yeah. weren't as prominent. He wasn't, they got a, they got a, a minute I, so or so of like a little bit I think, more time. I think it. Like he actually does shit in this one, mm-hmm. but then the the cut of him like being murdered, except his hand isn't cut off. It's just like the ring, you know, fucking Fine, off right. into space. Like okay. that's the same. 
Okay, I like that bit. Yeah, it's great. Casting rumors. And then I went and found Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Ray Fisher is fine in this movie, but even in this How dare you? (laughs) Even in this longer version, where he's more of a character, he definitely is still the worst actor of everybody in this movie. You know, and I, I can't argue that, but I'm also like internet assemble. I don't think he was bad. I think no, he was. I'm not saying he's bad. I thought he was pretty he could have good. Been better. Yeah, I think he was pretty good, but I also think he was like the fact that Aquaman was like way less fleshed out, but still way like yeah, or that's bad at like doesn't you don't need anything else to like yeah like you don't you're just instantly like this character's awesome. Where Cyborg needed this whole extra bit to be really crucial, I guess. And again, that's just a testament to, like, Jason Momoa and Zack Snyder making Aquaman fucking cool. Do we Guy like, talks to do fish. Do we like Aquaman more because we both, we like the Aquaman movie? Like... I liked him in Justice, the Justice yeah, League, too. The, like, yeah. Okay. It's... Aquaman was not lame for the first time in... He was he was lame in Batman vs Superman though when we see him stare at the screen for two seconds and I still on. remember they tried to like make him like hardcore in the nineties so it's like oh what if he loses his hand it has a hook and like <laughs> they got this guy in an orange leotard with like a Captain Hook thing going on I'm like this is this is some bullshit uh, to Infinity and Beyond the lasting impact of this movie um, I think it kind of definitely saves. Zack Snyder's vision of these movies a little bit, whether they make yeah. more or not. For a lot of people, I liked his whole thing, but I think in in the long term, I mean, people will look back at Justice Snyder's Justice League, I think, and be like, "Yeah, it's, it was actually pretty good, even if it was really long." It doesn't. It, it doesn't feel super long. No, but if this gets a Snyderverse corner of off the ground. I mean, that will be pretty unprecedented in the history of movies, I think. Mm-hmm. And let's hope that the last thing we had middle of the row are here for it. That doesn't um, embolden they, toxic fandom. Uh, they need to release it to streaming the same way day. Some, the way some people are worried about. I don't think that's going to be a thing. They, they've 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 already trying to shoot down like they won't do an. I air know, cut. I know, but but I don't want to watch a four hour movie in theaters, even if there's like a ten minute intermission. That's like. You may be lucky enough to get in line and use the bathroom. I don't know. Oh, I would watch this in theaters. If they show this at IMAX, I'm going. Bonus rounds. I don't think we have any. One last pitch. I can do that. Uh, If you like Zack Snyder movies and you didn't like the 2017 Zack Snyder art Justice League movie, which was highly compromised and not very much... As we know now, it was not Zack Snyder's vision, even if it is very similar. Um, Definitely give this a shot. Um, Hopefully you're already watching it anyways. Uh, I I, I think it's my favorite of the three Snyder movies, for sure, uh, that he's done in the ECU. I think I like... Say that again, Ben. Before we we move on, I want to say, like, where do we put this in the DCEU? Ish. I, mean, is, I don't know if is that, that seems it's right below Man of Steel. That's not a thing for me, really. The only the only one I'd put above this is uh, Birds of Prey, like right above it. Wow, interesting, huh? Uh, that's. I think Aquaman is the only Aquaman. Then this would probably be my rankings. I can't argue Aquaman because, like, even if I don't think it's like well made or intriguing, it's. It's so much fun. The movie is incredibly well made. That is a terrible take. Uh, uh, Birds of Prey. The story is, easily... is listen, not. Listen, the sandwich scene in Birds of Prey is better than any part of Aquaman. <laughs> um, that movie has. There's a, a hyena crack named in... Bruce. Like I, I don't know what you would, what else you'd want. Oh, I want that breakfast movie. sandwich now. Uh, black, black mask. Yeah, but that's the tweet. I think, like I said earlier, if you like at the spoilers break, if you like any DCU movie and for some reason you didn't like Justice League, I think it's worth giving another chance because it's it's not it's a it's a coherent through and through movie. It doesn't feel mangled together like that movie does, even if you can appreciate the mangledness. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm here for it. Okay, wrap up. 
next week we're going to jump into some flashbacks that will be wrapped around uh godzilla versus kong king kong or kong i always get this wrong wait i thought we were wait kong versus godzilla oh wrap kong comes first i mean shit yeah, isn't it Godzilla versus Godzilla versus Kong? Kong? Yeah, or I Kong. mean they always put the they Batman versus Superman, Godzilla versus Kong. They always put the best character first. Godzilla versus Kong. Okay, um, Lauren's gonna hate me for that. We have because I think she's on the other end of both of those. <laughs> we have a um, we have one flashback, and then we're gonna do Godzilla versus Kong, and then some more flashbacks. That flash first flashback is John's pick. From 2011, and that is Bennett Miller's Moneyball. Wait, that was my pick? That wasn't your pick? I thought it was your pick. No, it was my pick. Crazy. This is (laughs) the story of Billy Bean and his revolutionizing of baseball management and analytics from the early 2000s. And yeah, this movie is incredible. Might be one of the most underrated movies of the last 10 years. It is one of Brad Pitt's top three performances. And yeah, uh, John, why'd you pick this one? Because of Aaron Sorkin of it all? (laughs) Well, um, no, just because it was a movie that I had heard so much about that I didn't expect to go into liking. And I liked it far more than I expected to. And it's, it's... It's somehow better than the sum of its parts. Ben, have you seen Moneyball? I have not seen it, but I like Brad Pitt. I like Jonah Hill. I'll give it a shot. Jonah Hill's first Oscar nomination was for this movie. Wait, Um, he said more than one? Wolf Wolf of Wall Street. Street. Okay. Um, Overrated. Jesus Christ. I'm going to cancel you off this fucking (laughs) podcast. It's Um, fine. It's good. It's a masterpiece. The only only Scorsese movie? Goodfellas is Scorsese, correct? Yes. yes. The only two Scorsese movies I've seen that aren't overrated are Goodfellas and Taxi Driver. Have, so I'm guessing you haven't seen The Departed then? Actually, I haven't. Okay, I was about to say The Departed is <laughs> The Departed is not overrated. The Departed His movies, is incredible. Like, again, like most of the stuff I've seen from like I remember I, Zach, hey, I don't, I don't Zach was like, out. let's Can go see Silence. I've heard really good things because it's a Martin Scorsese film. And I go in, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this movie. I I would prefer uh, Silence. Silence is excellent. The Wolf of Wall Street is one of the most prescient movies of the last 20 years. Sell me this pen. But we're talking about Moneyball. <laughs> Directed by Bennett Miller. Written by... Aaron Sorkin, though they were took over after, I believe, Steven Soderbergh and Steve oh, really? Zalian were gonna make it was crazy. Gonna do a really weird like they were gonna have like actual interviews with people. It was gonna be interesting. I thought did someone else get a credit along with yeah Steve Zalian had a original um him and Soderbergh were originally developing this movie but um yeah. I love Moneyball. Looking forward to watching it again. I've been watching some Aaron Sorkin stuff um, recently, so it'll fit right in there. Wait, what have you been watching by Aaron Sorkin? Steve Jobs and Chicago 7. Chicago 7. Eh. It was good. good. No, I mean, it's good. It's good film. I'd like Oscar. Uh, I don't know. No, it does not deserve Oscar attention. It had great performances. Yes, it had Mark... great performances. And they but... didn't ca- do the best one, which was Mark Rylance. Or Yaya yeah, yeah, was the best two performances in that movie. Until next time, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. Find us at middleofrow.com. You can support us on Patreon. You can find us on Tumblr at Middle of Row. And you can rate and review the podcast. Apparently it does stuff. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear, and you can follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at another Rahul J. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Middle of Row. Hashtag Notha. Thanks for listening. Go watch Moneyball. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row.